This is the Saucy Picks Podcast. Saucy Picks Podcast is back from Vegas. We oh, are back, man. son. Feels good to be back, but damn, we had a gr- we had a blast. I think we I think we all pretty much I had I had a great fucking time. I had, I had the best time I've had since since your bachelor party, probably. It, it was definitely a good time, but I got crushed, so I'm feeling yeah. that a little bit. Yeah, we all none of us really flourished at the sports books. Um, I made a lot of money on the tables and on poker and then just instantly would get shit all over at the sports book. Um, I, I rode or I rode a hard on LSU. So that started the weekend off on the wrong foot, but goddamn, Michigan state looked real both games. Um, we'll get into that in a bit, but I mean, other than the, other than the sports betting, I think we, it's fair to say you had a pretty, pretty good time, right? Yeah, no, 100%. Yeah, it was total. Yeah. A lot of fun. A lot of fun. I mean, what was the highlight of your weekend if you had to if you had to pick a moment? Dude, highlight of the weekend was our Black 17 story. Oh, no doubt about it. No 100%. doubt. 100%. Dude, that was so unbelievable. You want to get into it? Absolutely. Let's tell the listeners there's hope. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, so let's start off by saying Alex was telling this like great inspirational story about how his dad always bets um, black 17 and it just like magically hits and will make a weekend for them yeah so he's telling us about how him and his boys put like what 100 or 200 bucks down and they just fucking hit like eight grand or some crazy shit yeah it uh but it's like a magical number yeah Uh and I'm, Nothing you, else, no black, no outside, no one and 13, no no other, not a single other number. You walk up, you throw your dick on black 17. And you know me, I don't believe in that kind of shit. Right. I'm right. very like by the numbers, there's a one in 37 chance. Like, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> dude, I'm like, there's, there's no such thing as like magical numbers. Right. hundred percent. So we, after he's telling this story, we walk by the roulette table and we're like, Hey, fuck it. You want to like throw down some money? And uh Alex is about to put the bet down and the the guy at the roulette table uh waves off any more bets cuz the ball's already spinning. And uh so we say, "Oh, fuck this guy. Like, let's go play some blackjack." Sit down at the blackjack table and lo and behold, the next spin black 17 hits. <laughs> oh my gosh. It would dude, it would have been great. It would have and been then, well, and it hit again. It hits twice in a row, dude. Like, but after you miss the first one, dude, especially like I just told you, I'm the guy of the fucking numbers. Like, right, what's the right. chance it's There's gonna hit twice in a row? Zero chance it repeats, dude. Like, how how often do you play roulette and you see a number hit twice in a row? Right. So, so we're all playing blackjack, number. just looking over there, just going. This is the first time we're all gambling. It's Saturday at what or Friday at what? Like probably two o'clock yeah we're just sitting down you guys have been drinking in the room a little bit just chilling relaxing and we're like god damn dude we just missed out on fucking eight hundred dollars twice so get crushed at blackjack mosey on over to lagasse's have a blast 
order a shit ton of pizzas because at Legacy's there's a $600 minimum and everybody's ordering shots, drinking. I think we ordered one of everything on the menu. Oh, okay. And, and we can't fucking get to 600 to save our lives. So we say, you know what? Give us as many wings, as many pizzas to go as we can handle. It's a get us to that 600 number because we need to get the fuck out of here. We've all been obliterated. Alex, Alex, made a great call on Auburn versus uh, North Carolina, and then he let it ride on VTech, and you, we all know what happened there. Well, no, VTech covered. He let it ride on VTech second half. No, no, no. He, put, he takes VTech money line to get on the game and then VTech second half, too. Oh, money line, money line. He took money line. So, basically, he took all of his winnings. He, he walked in with X amount. He took all of his winnings, which were quite substantial, and lays it all on VTech, either first or to win the game outright or second half. Um, and if he win, if we win, he goes, dude, guys, if we win, we're having a great fucking night. And VTech loses second half and overall – so we leave and Corey tries to pay. We still have the $20 from the roulette table in Corey's pocket. He tries to spend it on, on a taxi and you guys don't see it, but I go, no, 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 Corey, dude, that's $5 from each of us allotted for roulette. At some point we're taking the shot. So we're walking by the roulette table. Everybody's pretty fucking drunk at this point. We're making our way back up to the room and, uh, I think it was Alex or Corey. Somebody goes, guys, you want to just try it? And we're all like, fuck yeah, dude. And Mark's just sitting there going, well, I haven't gotten in yet. And I'm like, Mark, dude, just give him the five bucks. Just trust me. We're going <laughs> to hit this number right now. So Mark's like, fuck, all right. And I go, all right, but before we lay this money down, Mark, you got to tell me we're going to hit this number. Say it out loud. Says it. Corey, tell me we're going to hit this number. Alex goes and looks at the other roulette table. He's walking back. I was like, Alex, say right now we're going to hit this number. He goes, dude, we're going to hit the fucking number. No problem. Like, all right, we got, we're going to hit the number without a doubt. Put the 20 bucks down, ball spins, and what the fuck do you think happens? Black 17, bitch. Dude, it, it was, was like, <laughs> it was a miracle. Alex had his <laughs> finger. He took his finger and he was like tracking the 17 <laughs> so that you would know where the, <laughs> when the ball hit it. And it like bounced a little bit before and then it hit right where his finger hit. And I was like, I turned to you. I remember I turned to you. I looked you dead in the eyes. I was like, are you serious? Nope. <laughs> Did that just happen? Alex jumps into my arms. We're all screaming. I slam all the pizzas down. I'm start passing out pizzas. We get fucking 800 bucks in chips. Go over to the cashier, throw a pizza to the cashier, and cash out, baby. That's how it's done. That is the best. That is the best. Alex calls his dad. He's like, Dad, guess what just happened, man? (laughs) It It was absolutely a miracle. I mean, things like that don't happen. If you play roulette, if you're not a roulette player, you can pick numbers one through, I believe, 36. Um, one through can, 35 and then zero and double zero. Okay. And then all the numbers are different, either red or black. So you can choose black or red and have a 50% chance. You can throw it on a number individually and have a one in 36 chance. And that's pretty much like impossible. Like, I mean, my goodness, guys, we can't, I can't emphasize enough. I do not play roulette. I play blackjack and I play poker, and for that number to hit, it was absolutely amazing. I mean, I think we tried it once or twice more in the weekend, um, but geez, Louise, dude, we forgot to tell him. Did we forget to tell them that like Alex is still hungover and we left him in Vegas? That's why oh, he's yeah. not on the podcast. We kind of skipped over that. So Alex <laughs> is still in Las Vegas. We left him in the room. <laughs> <laughs> April Fools. 
It is yeah, April Fools. Kidding. It is April it Fools is. while we were recording. That was a good one. How many it dumb was. how many dumb April Fools on things online did you fall for today? Uh surprisingly very few. I mean, I saw just some silly ass shit. I didn't really I don't really follow like any celebrities like Justin Bieber I know was doing some shit with his wife oh. like saying they're pregnant and stuff. What what'd you get? Stupid. What'd you get? There was one that got me. Like, I remember it as April Fool's Day, and then, like, at one point during the day, I was kind of busy, and I w- checked Twitter, and I was looking, and I saw, like, some PTI stuff, yeah. and they posted this, like, whole segment about how Zion's going to stay at Duke. Oh, my God. <laughs> and I was like, dude, fuck, this is crazy. Like, And they made, like, good arguments, like yeah. the arguments he would make uh, if he was to stay. And, right. uh, and then at the end, they're like, April Fool's. So I was like, ah, oh, fuck, man, they got, <laughs> got him. So, so yeah, I mean, overall, I didn't do well at the sports books. I did okay with Michigan State. I was on them at the final second for whatever reason. Um, Alex is not in Vegas. He got a little, he got a little too drunk throughout the weekend, but uh, I think he's on a tax call at the moment. He should be jumping on soon, hopefully. Should be jumping on soon. Um, but overall, I mean, Vegas was a hit. Yeah, I, I, ho- I hope we do it again soon. So if much not fun. soon at some point. It was that was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was. I mean, I had the I had a great fucking time. Nothing like hanging out with your boys, watching sports, just being honest. Yeah, 100%. I mean the two single guys moseyed on over to a Sapphire and Treasures at the uh, the final night, which can't blame them. But uh, hey, we went to the Taco Bell Cantina and that shit was popping. How funny is that, dude? They went to the strip club and we went to Taco Bell. <laughs> That's fucking hilarious. It is. But, I mean, we got great sleep. Woke up feeling refreshed. <laughs> yeah, dude. What was better? I go yeah. to Taco Bell all day. Uh, hell yeah. That's But hilarious. without further ado, I mean, let's what, get right into the games. Do you want to talk about last last week's games? you want to like recap a little bit or uh, do you want to? It's up to you. What do you want to do? You guys want to talk about how you lost the the bet, the dinner bet to me, or or uh, what are we talking about? What games? Well, I don't know what bet you're even referring to. We had so many bets going this weekend, like not only between the books and us, but uh, individually. Like we had so many right. bets, I couldn't even we fucking did. keep track. Right. I mean. Let's talk about whatever, dude. I, I'm I'm all I'm all I'm game. I, I'm I'm jacked up dude, still. Okay, Vegas. let's talk about you know the one, the bad beat on Purdue that oh you kind of bailed me out of. Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah, thank you. That was uh-huh. a huge bad beat. But uh, I mean, my God, we they were gave, sitting at. They gave Carson Edwards the uh, player regional of the player of the year. Yeah, yeah. Only regional. I think him and Steph are the only two, or Jimmer. I Steph or it was Steph today. Yeah, I saw that yeah. today. Yeah, the only two to be on a losing end. But I mean, we're sitting there watching the game, and I was the only one on Virginia. You got you three were on Purdue, um, and uh, we're just sitting there watching Carson Edwards just go off, dude. The off. first cu- the first couple, I'm like, dude, he's getting fucking lucky. He's shooting thirty, I mean, thirty three footers, and these are not good shots. You guys are like, dude, these are wide open. I'm like, yeah, they're wide open. He's six feet behind the fucking three-point line. Tell me these are good shots. You guys are just, I mean, you're getting lucky here. And then as the game goes on, he continues to make him, and I'm just like, you know what? I might as well enjoy this because this is amazing. Him, Kyle Guy, I mean, talk about a game just uh, like 
totally different from what everybody thought. Everybody thinks it's going to be a three and D mm-hmm. or like just a, a defensive, um, you know, masterful game from Virginia. And they got exposed by one dude running a double at him at half court. I don't think I've, we've ever seen that before. You know, yeah. like saying pass the ball and let somebody else beat us. When they have Klein, who's a sharpshooter, they're daring him to shoot the ball. <laughs> yeah. You know, like it was nuts. Absolutely incredible game. And yeah. I mean, my God, what a bad beat that was. Yeah, dude. When I thought, well, first of all, in, in regulation, I was like, yeah. yes, we covered. Like, thank goodness. Yeah. And then that mir- miracle floater. No, dude, when the, the ball got tipped out past half court, Right. And uh, with like four seconds left, I was like, uh-huh. oh, the clock runs out. There's no way they even get it back near the hoop. Right. Get and it they had back. a timeout. Hit. They had a timeout. Oh, yeah. And you were, they don't dude, call they it. grabbed it. Screaming. Dude, you were yelling. Call a timeout. Call a timeout. What are you doing? They oh, get it God. up to one second left, hit the miracle floater, forced OT, which is as a, you know, better who has the team covering. Dude, yeah, I'd rather the than worst hit the three-pointer you... and win. Yeah, yeah. It's the worst thing that could have happened. I told you guys, too. I'm like, you guys are all fucked. I went to the sports book because there was live wagers where we were, and I couldn't get a live wager in before the game started. And then by the time the three-point – or, I mean, the overtime started, I didn't like the line. And so I just had to ride with Virginia for 200 minus the four-and-a-half. And yeah. all throughout – I mean oh, – all... To that point, to that point, yeah. going into OT, I even felt good. You're like, okay, they're tied, and dude, a four and a half point spread—that's decent amount of points. Yeah, but I even said it. I was like, you guys are fucked. And then I think they actually went out. Did they get up to like a five point lead yeah. in overtime? Yeah, yeah. And so, I mean, but if you're asking me who looked like the better team throughout the game, Virginia had the game. I, I it's just you—you you deal with this offensive stud. Uh, he has to miss eventually, and he started to miss in overtime. I think you're hating a little bit. They had some nice post post play. Um, there was a few po- a few possessions where they had some nice post play. I mean, don't get me wrong. Carson went for mostly, forty. Dude. Yeah, it was yeah. mostly yeah. But uh, so I mean, even towards the very end, uh, I thought we were covering. Like until yeah. that very moment, <laughs> where and then I speak it into existence. I go, Mark, just so you know, dude. They're up three right now. When they turn this ball over, you're going to end up losing by half a point. And Mark's just sitting there, jubilation covering his face. I say those words, white, pale white ghost. Like, Dude, I was so pissed because I was like, you fucking jinxed me. (laughs) And then I I even knocked three times on the table. And And you got up and walked away. And I was like, fuck. What happens? He throws the fucking ball away. And then I offer Mark the bailout of his weekend. I go, Mark, because I wasn't sure. I mean, being a Virginia backer, I'm like, okay, they're going to make one because Kihei's a legit point guard. He's he's good at one thing, and that's shooting free throws. I mean, li- like on the offensive end. Yeah, um, yeah. So, and the no look, the, uh, the exaggerated no look. <laughs> we were yeah. laughing about that. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, he makes the first, and but before he even shoots, I go, Mark, you know what? I have Virginia, you have do or uh, Purdue, I'm gonna offer you a buyout right now. I will split my winnings no matter what, and you. But you've got to split yours. Basically, we're gonna lose the juice on this game. And he goes no. And then the fucking turnover happens. No, because there's only like 0.7 seconds left or something, right? 
And then I was like, well, when they bump it up to two and a half or three seconds, I'll still offer you that same buyout. And boom, they bump it up to two seconds. Mark, you sure you don't want it? Yeah, no, I do. I do. I do. <laughs> <laughs> Shake hands on it. Kihei gets fouled. Uh... Makes the first one. I, I thought he would miss the second. That's why I did it yeah. from my own end. I'm thinking, God damn, he probably makes it, but he could miss it. I'm not sure. I don't want to lose by a half a point. I don't want you to lose by a half point. Let's just lose the juice yeah. and move on. So that's what yeah. we did. I mean, I don't feel bad about it at all. I hit a nice parlay for a team or 25 to win three while we were there. That kind of got me a little bit closer. And then, yes, I mean uh, – Throughout the weekend, it was just absolutely crazy madness. That, that's 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 the definition of madness. There, Auburn smacking Carolina, Duke losing to a team that nobody really had. Nobody pegged Michigan State as a really really legit team. It's just, I mean, people Tom, were pissed. People were pissed that they weren't a one seed. Yeah, I mean, if they're a one seed, though, I think their their route is a little more difficult, though. They I they had they didn't have a, a walkthrough bracket by any stretch. No. And they've knocked off one of the top what would you what would you call this young Duke team? The uh, the Fab Four. Uh, they were comparing them to the Fab Five Michigan with uh C Webb and those guys, Rose. The problem about that is they had a lot of hype and they have a a lot of great talent individually. But right. I mean, I guess I think I said it like so many times they didn't cover spread the whole tournament they weren't blowing people out they weren't that's why i i really liked virginia tech when they played them because the yeah. seven and a half and they weren't blowing people out so i was like yeah so so i don't know like given that taking that into consideration i wouldn't i would say they're one of the most hyped teams of all yeah. time yeah. i wouldn't say they're one of the best performing teams of all time though i i'm honestly glad that they lost because they weren't to me, it didn't look like a team that deserved to be there. They were living through Zion, and that's it. Like, yeah, he's fun to watch, and he's going to be good at the next level. He might be great. I don't know. I don't think he's a surefire thing like everybody's calling him. I've seen absurd things saying, polls, who would you rather have next year? Like, LeBron, AD, or Zion? Like, just crazy shit. And it's like... As much as I don't like LeBron, I don't know who I'd rather have next year on my team at the NBA level. You know, for one Zion. year, for one year, yeah, yeah, for one for year, for one career? year, no, for one year. Yeah, LeBron. I mean, anyway, that Duke, great run. You know, the, you orchestrated a hell of a team, but not not uh, impressed by you in March at all. You know, the team, the guys, I, I was really, had I been drinking at, at on Saturday, when that line opened at one, I would have thrown the rest of my money on Duke. Yeah. And yeah. then I just started second guessing it, talking to the sports book lady. And she said, everybody in the sports book at Mandalay Bay had Duke that day, yesterday. Yeah. And I was like, you know what, dude, Vegas is going to clean up right now. They're going to clean up. And sure enough. Did yeah. you see? Hey, but speaking of that, did you see the the New Jersey sportsbook uh, DraftKings offering refunds? Was it? Yeah, I did see that. Did you see that? Like fifty a fifty dollar refund for yeah. any Duke bet, money line bet. Hmm. Yep. So, it's the fallout of this 
I don't know if it's going to affect him too much because he's still going to be the number one pick. RJ's still the number two pick. Cam's still probably top Dude, 10. I've seen RJ not number two. Really? Yeah, it's projected. Uh, you know, the. Yeah, it's just who gets the pick. They might go Ja Morant. They might go RJ. I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know about any of these guys because for, for the most part all season, they didn't really show me. They, they didn't get better. Okay? They peaked the first game they played. They smacked Kentucky by like 20 or 30. Yeah. And, and hitting threes, I think they shot – I saw some interesting stats. That game – I think they shot 13 for 26 from three. So we're going, holy fuck. This guy can dunk and the rest of his team can shoot. Yeah. This, they're not going to lose. There was there was uh, bets, future bets. Will Duke lose a game? Will Duke go undefeated all the way through March? Like, a lot of people were saying yes. and they But they never got better. They just stayed the same, that same Duke team. And then they, they shot the worst three-point percentage of any team in the tournament. All season. The, nobody, I think, no one in the last 20 years gone to the Final Four being the worst three-point shooting team. And make it 21 years because Duke is not in the Final Four this year. Yeah. I mean, gosh darn it. I, I'm I'm sorry that you had Duke yesterday. I really am. <laughs> um, yeah, that was a crusher, man. That the end of that game. That, I mean, it was exciting. It was Don't great. get me wrong. These were all great games. To the the energy that we were all we were all screaming at at certain points throughout the game, having the times of our lives. So that's what you go to Vegas for. If you win, great. But you go to Vegas to sports bet. You're screaming for your teams. It was awesome. But yeah, I mean Duke, what a letdown they they uh, they were. Yeah, one hundred percent. What other games were exciting and and uh, out in Vegas? Hmm, let's see. Let me go through them. Hmm. Those were those were definitely the most exciting ones for Kentucky, sure. Kentucky Auburn yesterday was solid. Auburn, I mean, I don't know how the hell Auburn is there. Them and Texas Tech at one point at, at different points throughout the season were 100 to 1 dogs. So, if you have I I don't know if you saw this. I saw it today. Somebody put a uh a future bet sold for 250 on Texas Tech. Excuse me. And it's to win 50 G's. So so there's this thing called like prop or or ticket swap or something like that. Basically, it's an online marketplace and you can go online and you can sell your bets, your tickets for for, to, to like a right. guy that wants to take the chance. Uh-huh. So that ticket, that $250 ticket to win 50 G's sold today for $8,700. That's wow. basically the guy saying, I'm buying this and I'm hoping they win two more games. But everybody saw that. I, I read all the a lot of the comments and people were like, why the fuck isn't he just hedging his bets through the next two games? And the only explanation I saw was the guy was a broke slap dick and he just doesn't have any money. So he's like, oh, eight grand. But the guy who bought it just came the fuck up no matter what because he's going to hedge that out. He's got $8,000 into that ticket. So he's got forty two grand to play with now. So yeah. he's going to hedge the fuck out of it. At rightfully so. Like If I'm that guy with that ticket, 
and I've only got $250 into it, I'm going to the bank and I'm taking out a loan for $25,000 or something. 12 grand on the next two games. Can you just do that? Do they just give loans out like that? I don't know. I I don't know. Here's my business plan. (laughs) No, seriously. You show that ticket. You say, listen, this is what's going to happen. Right. I've got a $50,000 bill here. All I'm going to do with this money is put 12 grand, 12, five on the first game they play 12, five on the next game. If they win either way, I'm giving you the money back. Right. Yeah. I mean, what a, what a uh, bet initially though. That's crazy. What a bet initially, but what a buy from the net from that guy. Cause I think the initial listing was like 12 grand and then it went all the way down to eight, seven. Wow. Did you, Hey, did you see, um, Kentucky, I don't know if this is April Fool's or not because it came out today. Kentucky uh, gave Calipari a lifetime deal. Yeah, because I think, I don't know, it could have been April Fool's because I saw UCLA offered him like 60 years. And Calipari is like 60 years old. I I think it might have been April Fool's. I don't know. Like the, the Kentucky deal, it said when he retires, he becomes like an ambassador. Yeah, I did see that. I mean, that's a little bit too much detail for a freaking April Fool's joke, I feel like. True. But who knows? How do you, what do you think about that? I don't, he's like kind of, he's been the face of Kentucky for a long time now, but I, I, yeah, he has, but he's kind of widely regarded. He's widely regarded as not that great. He's just, he's underwhelmed. At all points, he's had these great teams, and I think the last, the only team that I can remember that was worth a shit that actually panned out was Carl Anthony Towns, Devin Booker, Tyler Eulis, uh, that team. I mean, Devin Booker I, was on. Yeah, Devin Booker was like a nobody on Kentucky, dude. No shit, I didn't even know that. Yeah, Devin Booker was like, he was coming off the bench at certain points, and then all of a sudden he gets to the league and he's dropping seventy spots on teams. Like, yeah, he he's a pretty he's a pretty uh, he's a stud, but like when he was at Kentucky, he really didn't do much. Hmm. I, I to be honest, I had no idea he was on. Yeah, Kentucky. So, but yeah, I don't know, Coach Cal. He gets him. He gets these like tons of five star recruits. And then consistently gets bounced in the Elite Eight. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, no, 100%. 100%. <laughs> but did you see Tom Izzo dancing yesterday in the locker room? I think no. they were teaching him like some new dance oh, moves. Oh, God. <laughs> but, but then they had an interview of him yesterday, and they were like, so, Tom, you know, earlier a couple weeks ago they were showing you grabbing that player and, and screaming at him and shit. And he was like, listen, okay, you guys see my kids and my my relationship for like 5% of what it actually is, okay? I know what I'm doing, and these kids, they would die for me. Like, I would die for them, okay? We have a relationship where they know that I'm giving them my all, and they're giving me their all, okay? Don't, you don't, if you don't know something, you don't need to worry about it. I know what's best for my players, and I mean, obviously... You go to Michigan State, you're like, you're like, it's like a cult. 
Like yeah. they do everything for each other. It's no like sitting down at the end of the bench pouting if you get fouled out or it's like it, I love that program and that's why it's like you can almost pencil in Michigan State every year into the final four just because of Izzo. And I think a few weeks ago we were picking teams and I was like, I don't know, the Michigan State team looks bad to me, but Izzo, man, there's something about him in in March that's just it's crazy. Yeah, he has something. He definitely does. He knows he knows the ins and outs of the game so well that like he studies the teams that he believes or that what that he knows are going to be there at the end and he's like start he's game planning for next season already, I'm sure. You know, he knows who's going to be on what squad, who's leaving. And he just, I mean, yesterday Zion got off, but he didn't really have anything where it was like, holy shit, holy shit, the momentum's switching to Duke right now. That's what Zion is, and there was not that moment. He blocked a couple shots, jumped really high a few times, hit a couple of threes, but, you know, you hold you hold the rest of the guys in check and don't let Zion do anything to where he gets the crowd screaming at the top of their lungs and the rest of the guys jumping up and down. You win. Yeah. So. 100%. Next it's, week, though, man. Yeah, what next week. Say? Well, before we get into next week, before we get into next week's games, um, at the baseball season started. Kind of snuck yeah. up us on us there. Uh, we haven't even talked about it really. Uh, we, I think we have like three or four games down for almost every team. Has has anything stood out for you? Have you like kind of paid attention at all? And yeah, the Dodgers power, dude. The Dodgers. Ooh. Hey. Dodgers power baby. You know what? They They're, dumped they dumped the piece of shit Puig, they dumped the piece of shit Kemp, and they dumped the piece of shit Grandall. I haven't checked Grandall's uh stats this season, but you know what Puig and uh Kemp are? They're over wherever the fuck they are. Kemp's the Reds. In, I have Kemp on my fantasy team. The Reds? Yeah. Are they on, on the, the both on the Reds, those bums? God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You dump the fucking weight off the trailer and what do you know? Yeah, I'm I'm gonna look up Grandall right now. He was so he was 0 for 11, and today he went three for four. So you dump three offers, and what do you know? The team looks studly. Yeah. The only the only thing really that worries good. me about the Dodgers is, uh, the the state of Clayton. But if Julio Urias can stay healthy, dude, he's a stud muffin, man. He he's the real deal. He's so young and raw. I think you need to get innings out of Rich Hill too. Rich Hill's on the DL right now. Um, yeah, no, you totally do. I think and, that'll be important. But Hun, Hyun Jin, Ryu is, you know, he's pitching well. Mm-hmm. I he like earned, him. He, he earned the starting spot. Uh, so, and then obviously you have Walker Bueller. But yeah, I mean, the Dodgers look real. Everybody else. Dude, I love the AJ Pollock pickup. Man, oh, absolutely. Freaking Yesterday, nasty. Two strikes, two out, game t- game tying uh, double. Winston goes the other way. He's a stud, dude. Hopefully he can stay healthy for you guys because he's never really had a season where he stayed healthy. He Like last year, he started to tear it up. He was like MVP status and right. uh, got hurt. And then second half, <laughs> didn't do anything. Right. Yeah. Dude, I'll tell you what has stood out to me. There's really only one thing that stood out to me. Um, when we were in Vegas, you were talking shit about the Rays. Oh yeah, dude. They're the crushing. Rays are four and one, dude. I know they won again today. I bet against them again today, man, motherfuckers. Wow, what is going on there? 
Who knows? You know what? Uh, you know what it could be is you just who's the best player on the Rays? Blake Snell. <laughs> I know you laugh at that. Their starting pitching is decent, dude. They have some yeah, young, no, it is great. They like do. Blake Snell, Charlie Morton, Ty- Tyler Glass now is their top three. Man, those guys are really killing it. But when you look at, you know, their uh, like lineup, hitting lineup. Ugh, dog I, like shit. nothing stands out at all no so i mean the rays i think it could be they they caught it's just a little flash in a bucket but <laughs> um hey you know more power to them they beat me three to three games in a row fucking bastards <laughs> uh yeah keep fa- keep fading them i think i think keep fading them. fade myself that's what you did in vegas and it worked out and both games i faded my initial gut instinct that we won i won yeah you're right <laughs> sad that is sad but you know sometimes you got to do it yeah anyway so next week what do you think next week first game up virginia auburn on april 6th that's saturday right yes sir 609 i don't know if that's eastern or western time eastern it's eastern starts at three 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 and five yeah man that's perfect Um, not for me dude i gotta fucking work both those times damn sucks um what do i think what's the line first of all i think last time i checked it was like five and a half is Is that accurate i i think i remember seeing that but i want to just double check trying to log on to Bovada right now it's not working i got it it's so it's now it's at five virginia minus five auburn plus 205 money line honestly i think auburn is a lot like purdue mm-hmm. in a sense that bryce brown is gonna get off at like carson edwards yeah. i don't think i don't think bryce brown's the player carson edwards is but Purdue, the only reason they were there is because they got a lucky-ass call against Tennessee, a foul that wasn't a foul, and because Carson Edwards was scoring at will. I don't think Bryce Brown's the player Carson is. So, And now that they've seen this movie before, they're going to say, okay, you know what? We almost lost, fellas. We should have fucking lost. Let's say that. Diakite makes that shot one out of one out of every thirty six times. We hit the seventeen, he hits the shot. You know? That's yeah. how I feel about that miraculous play. Like that's almost Christian Leitner shit. <laughs> Seriously. It's just it's a miraculous heave from Kihei and Diakite hits like a running what, fifteen footer? Yeah. Twelve footer. Like shit like that doesn't happen. Um, but you give a team like Virginia new life and I don't know. I think that they're going to hold that Auburn team in check. I think that, uh, I think Hunter is going to be too much to handle for anybody on Auburn. Um, and I mean, I think I, I agree. Well, it's hard to say though, because Auburn has just knocked off two great teams. Yeah, Carolina have. people had what fifty? I'd say thirty percent people had Carolina, forty-five percent of the people had Duke, and the rest had random teams. Yeah, yeah. So, and then they knock off Kentucky yesterday. Kentucky, 
Yeah, they're good. I I would have taken Carolina over Kentucky for sure, and I would take Virginia over Kentucky for sure. I think the line would be a little closer if it was Virginia Kentucky. Virginia, yeah, one hundred percent. So one hundred percent. To me, this line seems a little low, but Vegas is like, dude, Auburn just beat the best two teams that they're they've played in like ten years. How how can we give them seven points? You know, we can't. Dude, seven would be a lot. Yeah, especially the way they shoot it. But like yesterday, we were watching the game, and I'm going, guys, this is exactly Purdue. Nobody else wants the fucking ball. And then all of a sudden, the point guard from from Auburn wants to step up and do this miraculous layups, and you know, it was just it was bad, a bad beat from Kentucky. For or it, Kentucky looked bad. It wasn't a bad beat. Kentucky got beat, and they looked bad while getting beat. But Virginia doesn't play that way. Virginia is very even keeled, just like Michigan State. I'd say probably the consensus right now is Michigan State, Virginia, and there's already a line for that game. And I think it's Michigan State minus one. Okay. That makes sense. I think I don't know, like I would I have a tendency to lean Virginia here. Um they're pretty heavily dependent on Kyle Guy though, I feel like. If Kyle Guy has a bad shooting game, they struggle sometimes. Ty Jerome hits just as many threes as Kyle Guy. Yeah, I like, but they. I feel like they rely on Guy more. Yeah, they do. Well, he's their shooter. Right. But I like the way Virginia is so massive on the inside. Diakite, Salt coming off the bench. Kihei Clark can pretty much guard anyone. I mean, yeah. he didn't really guard Carson Edwards bad. Carson Edwards just just better offense. A lot of those shots were bad shots Carson hit. And so I don't think you can tell me that you think Bryce Brown's going to hit those type of shots. It was like a one-in-a-lifetime shooting Yeah, I wouldn't say anyone's going to hit those kind no, of shots. No, it's a once-in-a-lifetime shooting performance. So Virginia, I mean, I think Virginia beats them pretty Pretty much nine out of ten times. You know how I every once in a while I'll look on ESPN and give you the percentage chance of winning. Yeah, they got Virginia at eighty percent. Holy shit! Yeah, they have they have it not even being close. So that'll See, be. But that's kind of scary because now that means a lot of people are going to be on Virginia. Spread all right. This because I have ESPN Plus, so they show you. Um, the spread consensus pick. I don't even know where they get these stats. I think it's a combination of a few different books. Spread yeah. consensus pick, Virginia minus five, 77%. Are on Virginia minus five. Yeah, I don't know if that's the amount of money or wow. the um, number of picks, but yeah, yeah. it says 77%. Wow. I might just have to fucking go Auburn then, dude. It seems like the underdog has been winning every game. Well, okay, last time we podcasted, it was right after um, the Sweet Six. No, it was right after the second round. Yeah. And the second round, all the favorites covered. Right. But then going into the Sweet 16 and Elite Eight, uh, it 100% changed. All Like, almost all the... Dogs, dogs covered except mm-hmm. for the miracle Virginia covering against Purdue. Yeah, that was a miracle. But yeah, I I see seventy seven percent on Virginia. 
I don't know. I, I just feel like Virginia is too good of a team. But with all that money on Virginia, I don't know. This brings me to a good this brings up a good point. So the conversation we were having in the car yesterday was when all the money's on one team, are the refs aware of that? And I don't I, I think we all agree that the refs aren't gonna call some bullshit because they need an underdog to cover or something. But if there's a 50-50 chance or a 50-50 call or something, the refs know. I think that they know who Vegas needs to lose, and they're going to call it the other way. And you and Corey were saying there's no way in hell. I don't. But yeah, I just I I don't believe it. I can't see it. it maybe so maybe a ref or two, like you know, back in the day, the Tim Donahue stuff. There might be yeah. like refs that do do that, but as like a whole, mm-hmm. I say no. So Duke yesterday with all the money on Duke losing outright. I don't think there was any calls that went Michigan State's way that shouldn't have. You know, there. I mean, to, to make that argument, they wouldn't have podcast. called that foul against RJ if that was the case. The drive to the left and the crash this when party. they were down two at the end of the game, with like five seconds left. Right? No, they did. No, they did call it, which that benefits Duke, right? Well, not necessarily because. RJ misses the first one. They know he's going to miss one. He's a bad free throw shooter. Okay, now you're getting crazy. No, I'm not. Oh, the refs, the refs, first of all, the refs. They know he's going <laughs> to smoke a free throw. The so first of all, like, the refs know the betting line. No, now no, no, the refs no, no. are predicting that Listen, he's going to miss. Okay. And then they're calling it on purpose. Do you think that Zion or some bullshit tip out doesn't occur if they don't call that foul? I think that the refs say, you know what? If we call a foul on RJ, he's going to smoke one at There's the line. There's no way that this is running through a ref's head. No way. I think and you're then, absolutely insane. It, but if we chance it, if we swallow the whistle, Duke tips it out and hits a three, that's a, that's a miracle cover. Duke wins. We can't afford that. We're calling the foul. We're giving Michigan State the ball out of bounds. And boom, Cassius does what he did and runs away with the game. No. No. Uh-huh. Yep. No. That's my thought. You you put RJ or Zion on the line no matter what. If he doesn't make that shot, you put him on the line. You do not let a tip out occur. I think you're crazy. You're okay. absolutely insane. Well, Saucy's requesting to be added. He's done with his he's made it back he's made it home from Vegas. Um Is he? Let's get let's get him on. All right, let me yeah, let me send the uh invite here. All right. Boom. Saucy add to call. Yeah, let's let's get his opinion. Yeah, cuz we well game. it's on which game? Virginia Auburn? Yeah. Hey boy. What's up, boys? What up? Your boy worked it down from 8k to 500. Let's go. Nice. <laughs> it it was an early scare, but um, I was able to write off a good portion of my rent here at my house. Yeah, yeah, you're allowed to do that as office space. 
Boom. And then I was able to write off um, some of Joe Mel's income from last year. Nice. Sweet. Yeah. Sweet. Sweet. All right. I miss? Well, you're jumping right into the middle of a heated discussion, dude. Perfect. Um, we're talking about <laughs> – well, first we're talking about Virginia-Auburn tomorrow. The spread, is, the spread is five. <laughs> Um, and I looked it up and I said on ESPN, it shows 77% of the people have picked Virginia minus five. Wow. So Fred and I both said, well, you kind of favor Virginia, right? And then I said that and <laughs> Fred goes, uh oh, I might consider Auburn now. And then we got into the discussion about refs knowing the spread and favoring Vegas in their calls. Yeah. And uh, I brought up the fact, well, they wouldn't have called that foul on RJ at the end of the Duke game because that foul favors Duke. They wouldn't have called that foul on RJ with five seconds left. Um, you remember when he was going to the left? That's not necessarily true. No, no. Here, Listen to Mark. Hold uh, let Mark finish. Yeah, I'm, I'm- and then Fred goes, oh, well, the refs know he'd smoke the first one. <laughs> The refs know that RJ's a dog shit free throw shooter, and rather than risk a tip out or a Zion putback and one or a tip out three, they say, let's put his ass on the line. He's going to miss the first, make the second, and Michigan State has the game. Or you could think about it like this they called a foul hoping for overtime, and Duke wins by one. Nobody wins the spread, but everybody who bet money line loses. Yeah, that's a thought too. But so you you are on the same, you're under the same impression or the opinion that the refs are aware and they do make calls, knowing and trying to influence a game one way or the other. Not like calling bullshit, but if there's a fifty fifty call, they're giving it to the team Vegas needs to lose or to win. I mean, Mark, I I I honestly yeah I do think if if you don't believe the referees are huge college basketball or just sports fans in general and don't know what the spread is you're naive no way dude i don't believe it i don't believe it you think i you think i ref 30 games in a, a season and i don't know what the spread of the games are i mean come on you'd have to actively be thinking about it actively know the score and which they do they're referees i'm not saying they get any sort of kickback i'm not saying vegas contacts them at all but the refs, when you are being uh, told you're going to be a college ref and you're on the biggest stage, there's a green room or a, a fucking dark room where they take yeah. you and they say, okay, here's the spread. If you guys, if you guys have, uh, not like game specific, but you guys are going to be on the final four, okay? We're going to tell you who Vegas needs to lose and you give the calls that are very, very questionable to the other team. Like, not very questionable in the fact that, oh, it's a, not a foul or it is. If 50-50 call could go either way, it's a foul for Michigan State. It's not a foul for Duke on the same exact play. I mean, I've, I saw more on Instagram this year than ever, and it's probably just people who lost all their money, and rightfully so, for them to come out and bitch about all the games and all the bad calls that they saw. And there's one easy solution, Mark. I gave it to you before we ever started March Madness. Bet the dogs. Take the points. And nobody fucking takes the points. Even me. Neither do you. Even me, who loves betting underdog money line. 
I don't take the points. And I got fucking, wait, no, I didn't get fucked. Purdue didn't end up covering anyway. So, I, I mean, nobody takes the points. It's human nature to put your money on the favorite because you think the favorite is a favorite for a reason. And they are, rightfully so. But how can you not sit here and fucking take the points all the time? You start the game, you already have the lead. I mean, right at this point, they're they're two legit teams. I mean, if a team gets blown out, they don't they wouldn't be here. Right now, that's all the the games is in the Sweet Sixteen Elite or in the uh, Elite Eight were very close. close. I mean, there was a couple outliers, but most of them were close. Yeah, and and we gave you your props, Alex, already on Auburn, and we did it. We said, you know, unfortunately, VTech didn't uh, make it happen, but um, being that Auburn had beat the shit out of. Carolina and then beat Kentucky pretty handily. I mean, they didn't look like Kentucky was in the game really. Uh, Auburn was controlling that game for a large part of it. I yeah. thought at the especially in the second half. But uh, what's your opinion on Auburn Virginia? How do you yeah. See that what's game? your opinion? Let's get into picks real quick. Um. Well, uh, I like Auburn, man. If 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 their guy didn't get hurt, honestly, I think that I would be really confident. Um, but they had a little bit of trouble with the size of Kentucky and we could sit here and argue, you know, Washington and, uh, Travis are larger than salt hunter and Diakite, but I don't know. I think, I think Virginia's players are probably a little bit more defensive savvy. I think that could be the difference maker. Um, not to mention, I mean, dude, those guys can fucking shoot. I I don't know, but at the same time, Auburn's been able to run gate to wire from fucking baseline to baseline, just right by everybody for a solid 20, 30 points every game. And it's like, I don't know, man. Honestly, if I'm, if I take a, take a team, I'm taking, I think the smart bet is to take the points. I hope Auburn wins. I think Virginia wins and doesn't cover. That's that's my prediction. I think I think Virginia. Okay. Am am I right? Am I right in thinking that Auburn's going to want to run, run and gun, and Virginia's going to want to slow the game down? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean that's their two. That's their play. So you think whoever imposes their will uh, wins the game? I do, and that's why that's why I like Auburn. And I have a really good chance because I think teams that run it, it's easier to speed a game up than it is to slow one down, I think. Because you can pull half the game by slowing it down. If you want to speed it up, you can speed it up defensively by bringing pressure. There's so many things you can do on both sides of the ball to speed the game up. But if you're on defense, you can't really slow the game down. So let me ask you this. Do you... You, we can all agree that Carson Edwards' game against Virginia was um, an anomaly, one of the most incredible performances you've ever seen. Ever. Okay. So my point is they just – Virginia just takes the best shot anyone's ever going gonna to be hit with and, and covers. Do you think there's any way Bryce Brown can put up like – Half of the amount that Carson Edwards did, or the half of the effort that Carson Edwards just did, like uh, just shooting. What did he go? Probably fifteen for what twenty-seven or something. Just a crazy performance. Twelve for twenty-seven. Yeah. 
Um, do I think Bryce Brown is capable? Yeah. Well, um, is he as is he as capable as Carson is as pulling that off? No. Right. Um, so, so my point even is even more impressive that Carson did it against Virginia. I see where you're going, Fred. You're, you're pretty much alluding to the fact that if they can withstand that and still end up covering the spread, they should be able to withstand Bryce Brown and yeah, Auburn. But so. I mean, that's not. I, I I don't necessarily think that's a hundred percent accurate conclusion because think about what Virginia needed to happen for that to become true. I mean, that was yeah, a no, no, it was a miracle. miracle. So it sure was. aside, had they lost that game, you might not be saying that. I mean, you maybe, but even before that miracle shot, they were still down what five or six with a minute to go. Yeah, they were down, and because Carson hit a bank shot, Carson right. was not missing. Carson went ten for nineteen from three. Um, I just don't see any way that Br- they allow Bryce Brown to do that to him. It's like that. I think that if they if they sense that Bryce Brown is going off, they're gonna run that double at him like they did for uh, like they did against Carson right. at one time. I just don't. I don't see. You know. Even the way the game played out wasn't ideal for Virginia, but they were just they would play perfect offense, come down, play perfect defense, and Carson would right. bail them out. I don't know that Bryce Brown's gonna be able to hit shots like Bryce was, like Carson was, to keep him around for that long. Yeah, I because some I think who's their who's their guard the the, the Harper uh, Auburn yeah. He turned it on at the end. So if Auburn at the same time says, you know what, Bryce, you're doing it all. Harper, we need you to do something too. If you get two guys going, because Purdue never really gave Klein a, a, like four or five looks in a row saying, shoot it. We got to get Car- get some defense off of Carson. Make or miss, shoot the ball. They did, they just were like, Carson, you were riding or dying with right. you. Yeah, I mean, look, is so, Purdue a better team than Auburn? 100%. Probably. So, yeah. I mean, there's something to be said about that, but Auburn has a couple – I mean, they they do – they run faster than anybody I've, I've seen play all year. They do, um, yeah, yeah. And that wasn't, like, out of the norm for Harper to come in and get those buckets at the end. Like, he, he's been doing that all season. Um, okay. But like I said, I think the difference with the size for this game is, is going to be pretty mm-hmm. – because, I mean, Purdue has a lot of big guys. You know, they, they've got, they've got, yeah. you know, I forget the big dude's name, uh, Williams. Then they've got the German dude. Yeah. Is he German? Harms? Yeah. Harms, and then they had, uh, do they have, who else do they have? Uh, anyway, regardless, I, I, I think that Virginia size is going to be a little bit much. So like Mark said, whoever controls the speed of the game wins. Cause if Harper goes baseline to baseline, you know, Brown comes down, goes baseline to baseline, and then Virginia misses a couple shots. Well, then Auburn's likely to run away with if fucking Virginia can't be, get back on defense in time. But on the contrary, if Virginia slows it down, um, then you know Auburn doesn't get you know good fast break points. I think that Virginia runs away with it. Yeah. Boom. You all that talking, and you just went with my one sentence analysis. Well, I I, I supported that. Like that. I supported what you said. Um, I think your question mark is the other game. Yeah, all right. Absolutely. Texas Tech, Michigan State. Texas Tech is plus two and a half. I mean, um, I don't care who you are. I'm just gonna throw this out there. I'll give you my opinion. 
if you come into this game thinking you have a strong opinion for any or either team, you're a fucking idiot. Uh, if you think you right, know well, what's going to happen in this game, you're wrong. Let me give you this. The spread consensus on the other game was 77%. Spread consensus on this game, 53% in the way of Michigan State. So people are pretty split on this game. Mm-hmm. Rightfully I so. I think a lot of people don't know what they're going to get from Texas. Yeah. Texas Tech's all about. I don't yeah. think they know what they're all about. Exactly. And honestly, I mean, they were three exactly. or four teams early on the season, but God, man, I did not think they were this good. I don't think anyone realized how good Culver is as just Dude, you know uh, who really impressed player. me was Moretti. What oh, the Oh, yeah, Moretti's heck? legit as fuck. Dude. But they have three legit players, and, you know and what? it's uh What's that guy's Moretti, name, Francis? Moretti. He's, he plays. He's pretty big, actually. Yeah. yeah. What do you think? Yeah, like you said, nobody really knows, but I, I don't know how – Michigan State beats Duke and loses to v, uh, to Texas Tech. I just don't see it happening. But I want to ask you, did you see – did you know that if you have a futures bet or anything like that, that you could sell it on a, a marketplace? No, I had no idea. So it's called like prop swap or, or ticket swap or something. Anyway, so guy had bet $250 on uh, – on Texas Tech to win it all, and it was to win 50 G's. Yeah. So he sold it today. He initially listed it for like 10 or 12 grand. He sold it today for I think like 8,700 dollars. Okay. And people are like, "Why the fuck didn't this buffoon just go and and hedge both of the next two games, um, you know, for like 12 or or you know some amount, 12 G's something, instead of selling it for eight, um, but." Texas Tech and Auburn were the only two teams that were 100 to 1 dogs in in the tournament at one point this season uh that are that have made it to the Sweet 16. So yeah man, that's incredible. I honestly at that point I think maybe he doesn't have the capital. That's what the hedge. Yeah. Um or he just wants to make quick guaranteed money. I mean and and not not even to mention, I mean yeah, you put up twelve grand. You got to take Michigan State money line. What is that? So, how much yeah. are you really gonna win? True. So, Minus one sixty. So yeah, I mean, you put up what sixteen k to win ten, and then you lose. You're down sixteen k, and then you go into the ch- then you're done, right? Well, no, because now you you. What do you mean you lose? Okay. Just yeah, yeah, yeah. You want you win ten grand, right? Or what's the uh, what's or uh, or um what they win? Texas Tech wins. You're out sixteen. You're out 16. You go to the ship, and then you hedge that. Yeah. It's like at that point, I don't know. Is is it really worth it? Well, you're still you're still sitting up thirty four thousand dollars going into the last game. Going into the last game, you're up thirty four grand. Okay, let's assume Virginia wins, uh-huh. right? Yep. Or Virginia wins this game. So then it's Virginia, Texas Tech. Virginia's probably favored. By right? a couple. By a couple. We'll call it minus 140. Okay. So then you got to bet another 14 grand to win or 28 to win 20, which you're already down 16 and you're in it for 34. So really, there's only like a six grand upside. Yeah, I mean. 
if you put it like that, I mean, I don't know. That's a that's a headache. It's it's a weird, yeah, and he yeah, needs not to mention he needs fucking how much? I mean, he needs thirty six thousand dollars to do that. Yeah. Which, so, if he's betting two hundred and fifty dollar prop bet or futures, he probably doesn't have. Well, that's quite a substantial future bet on Texas yeah. fucking Tech. Was that his only one? I put. Who knows? I put twenty bucks on Duke and and I think like ten on Carolina at the beginning of the season, and I got five and okay, sixteen. Better to one. better statement. If he's selling it, he probably doesn't have thirty six thousand dollars. True. Hey, is one of you messing with the mic? The there's like a buzzing sound. Can you plug your? Am I good? It's probably me because yeah, I'm holding it's, it. It's good. Um, yeah. All right. So yeah. All right. Let's fucking get on with this. Let's fucking make a pick and get out of here. Michigan State's the spread. Right. What? Well, Michigan State two and a half. Same. Yeah. If I had to, if I had to, like, give my sum up of different arguments I've heard, it's Texas Tech. You don't know what you're getting. Well, I think I, when I said that, Mark, I meant more like people don't really know the team that well. They don't. It's not that they're inconsistent. I mean, if you look at their record this year, they played great, but their conference is kind of weak and performing in the tournament all in all. So I think that's yeah. the bet. I think you go Auburn, Michigan State, Auburn money line, Michigan State spread. Parlay it up. Heard it here first, right. boys. That wraps it up for this week. Glad you could finally jump on with Thank us, Alex. Guys. Fred, give me the – what was the best fucking hip-hop news that you threw out there this week? Anything fucking hilarious? Uh, hilarious, no, but I'm I'm reading something about the uh, the Nipsey Hussle. Um, okay, done. just answer me this. Do, do they have a All suspect? Right. Well, huh? No, no, they don't have the suspect, but there was a stampede that broke out, that broke out at the vigil tonight. Two people dead, more – Cars running over people. It's fucking insane. Oh my god! What the fuck is a vigil? A candlelight vigil, like where they go and pay their respects. And Crenshaw, Crenshaw and Slauson has been declared an unlawful assembly. LAPD's going there with fucking guns and shit because people are shooting it up, dude. Like gang shit. But anyway. Wow. Jesus yeah. Christ. Well, sorry to end on right. that, but fucking yeah. thank you guys for taking the reins this week. Um, what are you guys doing? Mark, are we having a party at your house or what? Yep. Come through. Final four. Is that Hartman household? Saturday? Saturday. Bring the dogs. Okay. Fred, you're invited if you want to come down. Boys only? I'm going to tell my boss I can't work. For, I'm only going to be able to work one job. <laughs> I, I'm there, dude. <laughs> nice. I'm dead serious. All right. All right. Well, can we I need spend, to sign out. Dude, I need to sign out. You need to can sign we out? spend the night or what? Um, you probably can because no one else will be here. All right, cool. And we're out. We, we're, we're out. <laughs> Later. Love you guys.